Hey everybody, it's Lori. And this is Matt. And it's time for another episode of Teacher Teacher Saves Saves World. Welcome to another episode of the Teacher Saves World podcast, the gathering place for parents and teachers that are trying to save the world one teenager at a time. We are Lori and Mad Jones, married high school teachers and parents of two teens, and we'll be your hosts for today's show. Please take a moment to hit that subscribe button and follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. All of this information and more can be found at teachersavesworld.com. Also at TeacherSavesWorld.com, you'll find a link to Matt's book on Amazon, Helping Teens Succeed in High School and Life, the perfect guidebook for any parent or teacher working with teenagers. We're also proud to be a part of the School Rubric Community, an exciting hub for educators from around the world that want to inspire and be inspired. You can find out more at SchoolRubric.com. On today's episode, we're talking about our goals for 2021. Yeah. Yeah. Bring it. Because this episode is coming out, uh, this is our last episode of 2020. Wow. 2020 is the year that birthed our, <laughs> our podcast. Well, there's and this one is, bonus. This is the last episode of, of this year. Yeah, I wonder how many other podcasts were birthed in 2020. I think quite a few. <laughs> I think a few. I think, I think quite a few. It's and a great socially distant activity. Yeah. <laughs> We've actually made a lot of friends because of it. Yeah. Like other podcasters, you know, other educational podcasters. That was like something I wasn't on my radar at all. Yeah. To be kind of part of a bigger community. And it's been really fun. It's been really cool. And we've recorded almost 60 episodes. I think that's good. We, our first episode dropped on April uh, 8th, I believe it was. Okay. Almost 60 episodes in not an entire, like that's how many we recorded. Wow. Yeah. We were on fire. But we're going to back it off. We're going to, we're going to start just kind of going weekly. One a week. One a week. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and yeah. So yeah, there's that. But let me, I, I have one little quick announcement. Um, I'm really excited. As you hear in our intro, we are part of the school rubric community, which is a really fast growing, uh, pretty awesome community of educators from the entire world. And they asked me to be a part of a panel, a live stream panel coming up on January 5th. It's going to live stream at 5 p.m. Pacific time, 8 Eastern. And it is about educators that are thinking about writing books. I'm going to tune in. Yeah. Because I've been thinking about writing a book for a long time. So <laughs> Maybe you guys can inspire yeah, if, me. If you're like, and that's exactly what it's about. It's uh, so I'm going to moderate the panel, but the panel is awesome because they are all guests from uh, that we've had on the show. So we have uh, Matt Rhodes. Yay. Serena Pariser. Yay. And Stephen Etienne Langlois. Oh, fun. How yeah. weird. Like that's kind of random. It is. It's really cool how it came together. And yeah. I was like, I, you know, we had this little meeting and uh, we did introductions and I'm like, I actually know everybody. <laughs> like I, I knew all of them because we'd had them here on the show. So that was really cool. And that, um, what a great way to start off the year too. I mean, yeah. for you, for, right. for all, I think there's a book in most educators 
and parents yeah, probably. <laughs> I think it's a really common thing. I think a right? lot of educators have thought about it. Yeah. And, and so the timing is really cool because it's the start of the year. Yeah. And it's kind of when everybody's thinking about, you know, mm-hmm. their resolutions, their goals, kind of what we're talking about today. And so we brought together this panel to do a, a live stream event. Should be really super awesome. So at 5 p.m., we'll have the, uh, the link in the show notes and we'll blast it out on our social media and all that good stuff. So, so yeah. That's cool. I can't That'd wait cool. to, to tune in. How do I do a, it? I'm just in another room in the house, but you're oh like yeah, live. That's true. <laughs> yeah. You'll have to be somewhere else in the house. <laughs> that's cute. Yeah. I know. I'm, I'm a little bit nervous. No, you are not. Yeah, a little bit. You like don't live, get nervous. Well, here, here's what it is. Is so you know you're gonna see this live stream and you're gonna have all these faces and I'm really like in awe of these other people on the panel. I I, I really see them as, you know, top notch professional and just so talented and uh, and here's are you <laughs> here's the weird thing that's kind of has me nervous is even though we have been zooming all this year, it's gonna be kind of like Zoom, but all the cameras are gonna be on. Oh. Like, like people are going to be like, look, like I'm going to see actual faces and, and interaction. So, um, it's we're not, not used to that. I mean, we're not used to actually talking to, you know, having conversations. Yeah. And that kind of stuff. Yeah, so, exactly. No, but it should be great. So 5 PM, January 5th, uh, it'll be live streamed on uh, YouTube and Facebook and a few other places. So I think I have the YouTube link already. I'll put that in the, in the show notes. Okay. We'll put on our social media. Yeah. So that should be, that should be really cool. Fantastic. Yeah. And I, I have one more request. Uh, I think we're at like 40, we have like 48 reviews on our, mm-hmm. on our Apple podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this show is coming out on December 28th. I would love to get to 50 before January 1st. So if you're listening and you're on Apple, I want to just take a look. If it's still less than 50 and you haven't reviewed yet. Oh, do it. Do it right now. <laughs> like that would be, so, that would make us so happy to get to, it just helps us out. It helps us get like our, our, we've kind of been really blown away by the, the growth of this show this year mm-hmm. from, we, we just kind of did this on a lark and then I forget how many it is, like how many different countries we have listens in and how many thousands of people have listened this year. Like it is, cool. it is kind of really mind blowing and we would love to keep it growing. And so these things help, right? If you, if you are a, are a avid listener and you haven't subscribed yet, that helps. Mm-hmm. If you are a listener and you haven't reviewed yet, like that helps all yep. these little things help. So please take a moment if you go on there, even if it has hit 50, if, if a couple pe- people beat you to it, um, still, let's keep it going. Yeah. Let's keep it going. I love it. All right. So let's talk about our goals for 2021. Wow. What do we got going God, on? What, what a new year it's going to be for, for all, I think. Yeah. Right. Or at least the hope. I mean, I don't think we, there's been a more highly anticipated new year than maybe uh, Y2K. Mm. <laughs> right. Yes. But for different reasons, yeah. I just... People are so hopeful that this year will bring some joy yeah. and uh, a rest from yeah. all of this uncertainty. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and we, we always, with our family, do a word of the year. I know we're not the only ones to do that, but in lieu of resolutions, we'll do a word, Yeah, you know. And um, and I think I jinxed this year because my word was huga. 
Do you remember my word for yeah. 2020 was Huga? <laughs> That's right. And it's H-Y-G-G-E. And it's, yeah. it, it kind of means embracing home, like yeah. enjoying your home. Oh, you brought this all on. You, it's I, your I fault. I swear to God, because we were never home. <laughs> and I love our home. Yeah. And I thought, I'm going to just, you know, have blankets and take more baths and light candles. And good Lord, yeah. <laughs> here we are at home. So, so if you had just picked like the word travel. Yeah. Then we wouldn't be here. I should have health. I don't know. I should have, I should have gone a different direction, but I hooked yeah. this, this whole, this whole thing. Right. Um, You're powerful. So where I'm, you know, I'm trying to, I was, when I started thinking about this episode, I was thinking, am I, are my goals for professionally, do they differ from my goals personally? Mm-hmm. And I really feel like when you're an educator, your, your life is really woven. I mean, I guess there's many careers, but man, in education, right. how I handle myself outside the classroom directly affects Mrs. Jones inside the classroom. It's, it's together. Mm-hmm. And, um, which makes it almost a little harder. I don't know. Cause I'm flipping, I'm flipping through my short list here. Of words. Yeah. Well, of, or yeah, just of goals. Of goals. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have my word yet, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Me neither. Yeah. I haven't even thought about it <laughs> <laughs> but one of my inspirations actually came from you honey What? <laughs> we you know matt and i've been journaling we've talked about it um on the show and it's been wonderful mm-hmm. and you know i'm kind of doing a hybrid of the bullet journal and then another little surprise matt's working on he has a yes. few ideas and i'm i'm kind of guinea pig am i the guinea pig for that you are part of yeah. part of it sure and, um, but anyway, one of the, the bullet journal, you know, has a to-do list. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like your task list. Yeah. And then Matt one day is like, I'm going to change it from to-do to to-enjoy. That's right. And I have, <laughs> that was cute the way you said that. <laughs> and I really liked that. Yeah. And I shared that, um, I've always been a list maker. I'm somebody that makes lists. Um, I enjoy the dopamine rush of highlighting task when it's done See, enjoy I, I do enjoy that mm-hmm. but what I realized is I, my lists sometimes are monstrous I mean especially we're in mid middle of the year homecoming float building teaching you know sometimes there's like the putting the luau on you know some there's been moments in my life where the list has been you know 50 60 deep and when I worked at the Grammys same thing I've mm-hmm. so I've come to the end of the day and there's no way even though I maybe worked 16 18 hours that I could get all those tasks done. And so then, of course, you know, I'm, I'm not looking at all that I did in the day. I'm looking what I didn't. And I'm kind of beating myself up. Like, shoot, you know, I shouldn't have eaten. I shouldn't have taken that 10 minutes to eat because I could have done one more phone call or one more. And just that kind of mock speed. And I just, I want to start appreciating myself a little more. Mm-hmm. and not, um, I don't know. I'm really easy glass half full person for everybody else and my oh, students. Yeah, totally. And a lot of times I'm not for myself, mm-hmm. you know, and I'll, and I'll beat myself up a little bit or, or fall into that comparison or comparing myself to other moms or, you know, that kind of thing. And I, I want to just stop doing that. I really do. And I don't know how that looks because it's kind of an internal flip. I'm, you know, switch I'm flipping. Mm-hmm. But one of my goals is to just appreciate myself a little more. There we go. 
That's a good one. Is that a good one? I don't know. Yeah. Sounds a little bit um, needy. I don't know. It sounds a little bit self-absorbed. No, but not see, at look, all. I'm beating myself <laughs> up again. I just <laughs> did it. I just did it. Yeah. See, well, you've got a, a another week to do that, and then it's okay. You got to work on. Okay, December's all yeah. fair game. So that's, that's, a good one. that's one of mine. Okay, so kind of lighten up. Lighten up, Francis. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Light, I'm lightening up. What's that from? That's a good reference. I don't know. Lighten up, Francis. <laughs> what is that from? Well, it's one of my favorite movies. It's a Bill Murray movie. One of his early ones. Meatballs? No, that's a good one. Though, but no. <laughs> the Stripes? Stripes. Oh, yeah. Stripes. Yep. <laughs> that was a good one, too. Uh, so, uh, so Okay. Good. So I'm going to go in that direction then too. I had a few things, but you kind of started off with that. I'll, I'll, I'll join you in that one. So, you know, I, I often think of blog post titles. Uh, I don't, I rarely get around to actually writing the blog posts, <laughs> but I think of titles and I think, oh, this would be a good title. And uh, these titles come from just ideas that I have or thoughts that I'm having. And then I give it a title and, and then I think about what the content would be. And in here, or even a book. I have so many book titles written down, like and, and this the idea, mm -hmm. and you know that I don't get around to writing. But here was a book um, or a blog post title. <laughs> uh, this is going to sound really funny, uh, I hope, or really pathetic. Um, here was the title: uh, "Parenting Turned Me Into a Dick." <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> and here's here's where this came from <laughs> is so Mad. we're we're on we're on winter break <laughs> and so I finally have gotten around to this project of taking old videos like old like tape high eight I had this high eight camera and I have all these tapes and it was like you know I've band tapes and and Long Beach State you know theater acting yeah. tapes and and la in the loft and uh and then there was even some you know early days of us in hawaii and uh and i was looking at these these videos and i was just like man i used to be so much more enjoyable <laughs> I, used to, I used to be so much just like lighter and funner and then oh. i think it's like the progression of parenthood just like like you you like the weight of the world right like like the responsibility of parenting is so huge. Yeah. And and I can I can I can be kind of a serious person. Like I can be kind of, you know, as as much as I love comedy and I love, you know, making joke jokes, whatever, when I sit down to like write or, you know, like when I was in a band and the music and, and I was writing poetry, it was all like more serious. I, I don't know, it's just my mm -hmm. it's kind of where the, the the direction I go. And uh so parenting, and I've just thought about like over my lifetime, you know, so now 17 years of, of being a parent hmm. and how sort of just heavy that is, you know, and, and how you take everything so seriously and you feel so responsible yeah. and, and you, you have such expectations and, and you take your job so seriously and, and all of that, and just like, you know, the financial responsibility and taking care of everything and protecting everybody and, and, and guiding and helping and all these things. Yeah. And I feel like, and I was watching these videos of me at, you know, 20 something years old and I was like, 
like I was so much lighter. Yeah. I think maybe everybody is Yeah, to some extent, but I, I feel like, um, did I lose some of that lightness? You know, did I, did I, have I become too serious? Has, have I, um, uh, have I just become a dick? (laughs) (laughs) You just like saying that word (laughs) censored. Uh, And, uh, and so my goal is to be, uh, less of a dick, right? Is to be, um, just to be lighter and, and, and to just kind of regain that, yeah. you know, and, um, yeah. you know, enjoying things more. And like we were talking about previously, accepting, right? That's kind of been something I've been working mm-hmm. on. So that, I think it's a continuation of that. It's continuing to work on accepting that the world is perfect and as it should be. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, there's so many things outside of my control. And I think that's part of the parenting thing is wanting to control too much of it. Yeah. You know, and oh, not yeah. just kind of letting things, accepting people who for who they are, events for what they are. And, you know, now with this perspective, real, I could look back at all of these things, I could look back at all of these events now, all of these life events that in the moment were so earth shattering, were so serious, mm-hmm. needed so much of my attention, but they didn't Mm-mm. now that I have that perspective. Yeah. You know, like, like if you don't put your baby in a crib, they'll be a terrible sleeper for the rest of their lives. Right. Or like those, those types of moments, you know? Yeah. Here's a prime example. There was one of the videos, uh, I think we were just watching it today. And Toby, we had, uh, Toby was uh, a year, maybe a year and a half, probably winter time. We were living in Hawaii, but we had come home. We'd come here to California to visit. And we were in a park with a bunch of geese, big geese, right? And they were all pretty close to Toby. And we're kind of like, kind of on edge a little bit, like thinking like, oh my God, are these geese going to, because geese can be kind of, uh, you know, aggressive. And, you know, you're like right there kind of hovering over and I'm kind of like, Lori, watch out. You know, like, and, was, <laughs> and he's just going and I, for the geese. And, I, and I'm, I'm holding the video camera and yeah, he's just going after him. And I thought to myself, like, why were we straight? Like, oh my so, God. what if a, a geese just bonked him on the, like big deal, right? Could but we what, just have that problem now. And, uh, yeah, but we were yeah. so like, oh my God. Oh my, first you know, child. Watch out. Yeah. I know. I know. And that's, I just like, and I saw, I saw that's the beginning right there. That was the beginning of like just the stress, right? And the, mm-hmm. the be, you know, the dickification <laughs> of Matt Jones. <laughs> You're not, honey. You're not at all. But I, I think you make a good point is we, you know, it just, it comes down to like acceptance and then just enjoyment, yeah, like enjoyment of your life. Because if you, if you don't accept you're kind of all tied up in knots, not you, but mm-hmm. we, all of us, you know, we're tied up in knots because we're just, we're trying to control everything that's uncontrollable. It's like really yeah. a bad place to live in. And, and we've been in a lot of situations where we've tried to come in and fix something or, you know, a problem that really was Toby's mm-hmm. or London's, you know, and we've kind of come in and tried to, band-aided or mm-hmm. I don't think that's ever quite worked out well if I can look in hindsight you know yeah. I I don't know 
but um, it's every, it's all of the sacrifices. Every it's it's all of the financial decisions. Like we we have been saving for college forever now, and we and then we're also making sure that we've put away for retirement, even though we have a retirement system as as teachers, but we want to put more away, and we want to make sure that we're living in the right neighborhood with the. It's just I know it's just all of it. Yep, all of it, and and then just trying to be just. I don't know, calm and present and everything. And just, uh, mm-hmm. a lot of swallowing of just, yeah, you know, well, it seems like my other one I was going to talk about kind of connects with this. Maybe it's the overarching umbrella of all of these, not resolutions, but more just, I guess, yeah. internal goals we have. Yeah. And, and mine was honest, like honesty. And it kind of came out of me thinking of, about my feelings of distance learning and, and some of the, some of the roads I took as far as grading and, and, um, curriculum development and how I ran my classes. And I, I'm really not one by nature to stand up at a meeting and say, I feel very strongly about this and I'm going to do it. Like I, that's not really who I am. I I feel strongly about things, but I, usually always acquiesce and I'm a team being a team player is more important than me Mm -hmm. always. Yeah. And this year I heard in myself like a resolve, like when I was talking to one of our friends and just talked about how I'm not, I'm not going to fail any of my kids, you know, and I'm talking, I kind of saw a light bulb go off in him. Oh, can we do that? And I said, I'm doing it, you know? And, and he went and did the same thing. Like he went and like, he's like, you're right. A D minus is still a crappy grade, but then they're not failing and it's not really their fault, you know, on and on. But I, the things I felt strongly about, it felt good to kind of stand by them. I think that comes with all of our years of teaching and feeling strongly that certain things work for kids and others do not. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, really wanting, I know I can't change po- school-wide policy and I'm not really at that place in my life to you know, go charge the DO. We've done that. We've charged the DO on some issues over the years. But I'm very comfortable in my skin now running my class as it should be run. And that is student-centered. It's for the kids. And it's to, it's to help hopefully change and better their lives. And that's why I'm in this. That's why I'm in this. Mm-hmm. It's about love. It's about connection. And it's about making those, like, you know, that... You know, they're changing me as much as I'm changing them. And that is of utmost importance. And I'm, and I feel like the honesty, you know, I want to live a more honest life in that regard to my profession. So it's kind of a little more professional goal is not to kind of roll over and just do what everybody else is doing. And maybe it's coming out of, you know, I had this hybrid position as a literacy coach. So I was kind of like, a bridge between the district office and our faculty. I only taught half time for the last five years and I saw a lot in that role and I'm very happy to be back full time in the classroom. That's how I'd like to spend my twilight years, you know, my, our last decade or so, right. In our profession is I want to be in the classroom and, and it just feels good to know yourself and know what works and stand by it. Yeah. And that came to me in this crazy distance learning. Yeah. And I think uh, this podcast has helped both of us, I think, in that way, because when you take the time to sit down and think and talk and record 
and share and reflect. Yeah, you're right. You have to be honest. You have to be honest with yourself. You have to, uh, you know, kind of be open and uh, vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I think, I think we've both really grown in that respect made us think about things, yeah. maybe things that we wouldn't normally, because we're like, we're, we're, we're good. we've done this almost 60 times this year. Yeah. <clears throat> Sat down and recorded mm-hmm. and shared and talked about and reflected. Cause when, when you kind of come down to that core of honesty, it, then it doesn't really matter what other people think, you know, you're not really sh- all shaken up, you know, yeah. I'm not trying to change everybody. I'm not, you know, we've told our own, They've had teachers that are very, very strict, and we've had to say, hey, that's their policy, and that's the world, and you better play this game a little better <laughs> by their rules. They're your boss in this class. We can't do anything. You know, that we've, we've changed in that regard mm-hmm. as far as trying to get in there and manipulate everything. Um, and I do think it's a good breadth of experience for kids to be exposed to different types of teachers and different methods. I think it shapes them well. But um, you need to know who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Who are you? Mm-hmm. That's a good song. That is a good one. I thought you were going to bust into <laughs> it. I was who are you? <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to share like kind of some nuts and bolts things. I'm going to write another book. Oh, honey. Yeah. Why not? Maybe two. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Matt. <laughs> I'm kind of with Kyle, you know, Kyle, our, our new best friend from, from the beer EDU podcast. Um, and if you haven't uh, listened to that uh, podcast, we were guests on the beer EDU podcast with uh, Kyle and Ben and, and Kyle wrote a book and he, he made a good point. He's like, he is, he said, books are kind of like, he says, writing a book is like getting a tattoo. Like you get one and you want more. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's so true. And because writing a book is especially writing your first book is not about, uh, you know, becoming the next, uh, you know, John Grisham or JK Rowling. It's about learning how to write a book Mm. and, and demystifying that whole process and understanding that you can do it. Yeah. That you can do it. And I, you know, I wrote a almost 80,000 word book in like three months, four months, something like that. Yeah. And it was just about, you know, finding the time to like organize my thoughts and sit down and dedicate, you know, like an hour or so a day to writing like a thousand words a day. And, and, um, and I have some ideas. I, I have, uh, I kind of want to build off of the book that I did write. I think I want to write like a version for teenagers, Yeah, you know, that speaks directly to them. And then I also have this other idea that, you know, that we've been, talking about vaguely here this uh, journaling thing I think I've really kind of stumbled upon something that's really kind of powerful and uh, it's really really working for us and I mm-hmm. kind of want to share that so uh, I think that's another one that um, I might try to get out this year it's so timely yeah it's so needed yeah so so I want to write some at least one and 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 maybe more than one we'll see Oh, honey. Yeah. That sounds awesome. And I think, you know, what also I want to do, and I, I had, before all of this stuff happened, I really imagined, I think we all did, I really imagined a very different 2020. 
with my book coming out and I had this whole, all these, um, you know, talks that I wanted to give surrounding the book. I had talks prepared for, for a teacher audience, for a parent audience, for a, a teenager audience. And that all disappeared. Mm. And cause my book is really about on campus high school. It is really yeah. about, it is not about distance learning. It is about the on campus interactive social communicative. Like it is about the, the environment that mm -hmm. is a, the normal high school campus. And so, you know, unfortunately my book came out right as those things disappeared. So all of that kind of got put on hold. So I am, I just pushing them down the road to 2021. So I still really want to do those things too. I really want to get out there and I want to talk to those people and I want to really, um, I think, I, I think I, there's value in it. I think I really have, mm -hmm. I think, I think it's a really good, strong message. And, uh, so I want to do that this year too. Oh, that's, yeah. it's just so exciting to say it and hear it. Yeah. It's a Put message it out there of the hope. Universe. I want to have more parties. Oh, that's a good one. And I don't know, parties maybe is a strong word. This would help with my undickification. Yeah. This would help me be less of a dick if we had more, you. if I had more parties, <laughs> I could, you know, I'll be, because we used to have so many great parties. I know. Like, be, it was before we had kids. Everything My was God. ruined. <laughs> Everything's ruined. We look so cute in those videos yeah. when we're all young yeah. and fresh. When I, the loft in LA, right? Mm. How many great just gigantic oh parties. My your God. place in Marina Del Rey. I mean, that's where we met. Right? Yeah. Was it, was it a party mm -hmm. your place in Marina Del Rey? Yep. Our house in Long Beach. Oh, yeah. I mean, that great backyard. How many great parties? We had parties. some good, good parties. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know if And there's... then even the early, when our, when our, when we just had Toby and we had the Hui yes. Supper Club. Yes. In, in Hawaii. That yes. was that was great because that was in some of the videos too. Was some yeah. Of those. <laughs> some of those. And those were great gatherings too. And you just get kind of swallowed up by parenthood and, you know, starting yeah. our career, we started our career yeah. basically when we started our parenting, we yeah. started at the same time. So yeah. you're just swallowed. Yeah. You're exhausted. Yeah. Um, but I'm thinking, you know, whether it's, it doesn't need to be earth shattering, just a couple people or a couple couples and, yeah. you know, try some new recipes or you all do potluck. Hey, bring an appetizer, you bring a dessert. I mean, just simple and make it be more about the togetherness, you know, and the yeah. bring some more life into the home. I mean, I, I'm, I'm probably not alone with this goal for 2021 because we, we've all missed this. <clears throat> Big time. Yeah. Um, and and I, you know, I, I think our, I mean, I think our home's beautiful, you yeah, know, I agree. It's not a mansion. It's, it's a modest home, but it's just very, yeah, it's very beautiful. So I'd like to share. There we go. Let's have some dinner parties. Yeah, exactly. Because those dinner parties, like our, our, you know, shout out to the, the, the Hui Supper Club that we had in, in mm -hmm. Hawaii. That was we had a little wheel and it would, and, it, and our names would go around the wheel Yeah, and then it would, would it tell us what we brought? Is that what was on the wheel or who would host next? It was, it was all of those things. It was hosting and who was bringing what. Yeah. Yeah. It was really fun. So I, you know, maybe that's part of the joy of our kids getting older, you yeah. know, and it's, you come back to yourself. There we go. And the things you used to really love doesn't mean we don't love our kids, but. 
Yeah. We're missing some of the stuff that used to bring us a lot yeah. of joy. Fill we, us up. We love them even if they turn us into dicks. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's just me, though. Somehow you didn't become a dick. I, I, was, well, the, I was the only dick. No, that's not true. Yeah. I would say I'm not as lively. I'm not out, you know, as social, maybe, as I once was. Yeah. Am I going to have to put E on this episode is dick that's not a bad that's not i like, think yeah some people don't like that word well but it's it's not technically like cussing right i mean there's no people are called dick <laughs> that's yes, a name they are. you know not so much anymore there's nobody called there's nobody called f or s <laughs> you know or the other obvious ones yeah yeah you might have to put a little warning that'd be cute <laughs> yeah that's it for the last episode of 2020, yeah. Teacher Saves World goes explicit. That's right. Woo! Be our most listened live to. It, live it up. All right. Do we have any other goals for... I, do you have some more? Um, I do, but I don't know that I... You know, one is always kind of in the back, like, goes with the party thing. Cooking. Like, cooking more. I'm just don't... I'm not a cook. I never have been. Yeah. And um, that kind of goes with my more journey into healthy foods and foods that work for me and yeah you know i think that would work for both of us and mm -hmm. i don't know some new recipes well, i think we both we're going to continue right we've been intermittent fasting for over a year and a half now it'll be this well, june it, it, yeah that's true will be two years about, june yeah so yeah wow i know right so we're going to continue with that that's been fantastic mm -hmm. and i think we've both really talked about just our diet, mm -hmm. the foods we eat and kind of really continuing to integrate more healthy foods. Again, it's our children really, we talk, <laughs> our children really impact our diet, right? Because we have these just, you know, voracious teenagers in our house. And yeah. so we tend to kind of have to have the foods in our house that they eat and then making four different meals or two different meals or, you know, we just kind of have a few meals that we kind of all eat together. Yeah, yeah. But if it was just you and I, we would eat differently. We would. Yeah. We totally would. All right. We're going to continue to work on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we might have, you know, our son is a senior. So, I mean, Toby might be leaving. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what the future has in store. We'll see what happens. For Toby. Yeah. He definitely will because he's going to continue to play sports. So he'll be out of the house. He'll mm -hmm. be somewhere playing water polo. Yep. In the coming year. So, all right. Any other goals? Um, I, I think I'm good. I've got a, I've got a few. That's kind of the big there. one. That's the big one. But ones. the big, the bigger ones, the bigger picture ones, right? Yeah. To enjoy, stop being a dick. Yeah. Stop being a dick to yourself. Stop being a dick to yourself. <laughs> like, you know, kind of like a little pat. I'm patting my shoulder right go. now. Little pat on the back. Like you're not doing, doing a bad job. You know, you're not the best mom, but you're not the worst mom. You know, go. you're not the best wife. You're not, you're not the worst yes, wife. You are, we did, you are the best wife. Set ever. you up for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so that's, that's what we're shooting for in 2020. What are you shooting for? Yeah. Share that with us. And if you haven't already done it, check on Apple podcasts. If there are still less than 50 <laughs> reviews, then you had better head over there right away <laughs> and give us a review we love all of you we thank 
everybody for for tuning in. This has been such an incredible journey in 2020. It is now behind us. The next time we see you guys, it's going to be 2021. And uh, hallelujah, we're going to turn the page. Yeah. And just like that, another episode has come to an end. We are so grateful that you took the time to listen and invest in the lives of our teens, the leaders of tomorrow. Please remember to subscribe, review, follow, and spread the word to help us grow the coalition of caring adults needed to help our teens live their best lives. All of the details on how to help and stay connected can be found at teachersavesworld.com. Until next time, let's keep saving the world. One teenager at a time.